Hello, 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 hello. We are back. It's Kay and Erin, and we hope that you've been doing good. Um, it is Black History Month, first of all. So happy Black History Month. Yes. And I think that you guys should give us recognition that we've been working our Black asses off to get y'all <laughs> these episodes every yeah. week. Because- <laughs> it's true. Because you know us, we can be kind of flaky. We can, we can and be we've been pretty week. consistent, like even on the Patreon. Even so, on the Patreon, y'all which, go follow like, that. Shout out to the Patreon, patreon.com slash mm-hmm. Barbara Wallblack. Mm-hmm. We were talking Euphoria, um, Peacemaker, Jocelyn's Cabaret, Cabaret, especially like all these things. So, but um, last week we had our friend Kendrick from Reality and Comics too. So please check that episode out and please check check Kendrick out we love him that is our cousin it was such a good time and now like we have another good cousin I'm gonna call him because he's black one so we always call black people our cousin and two I've been waiting to have him on for so long I finally got the balls to ask him is Julian from you you know him from TikTok you might know him from Instagram, but it's mainly TikTok where he does his thing. He's hilarious. And I'm just so grateful to have him here. He said, yes. Welcome, Julian. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I always love the intros about me. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for having me. It's so hey. good to have you. And yeah, it's so good to have you. I love my Bravo friends, and I love to always talk about gossip. So anyone who is mm-hmm. willing to hear me going on and on about Bravo is a friend of mine. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I haven't heard you on, I don't think I've ever heard you on a pod. Um, But like, like you said, you like to talk. So yeah. this could be your introduction, because we have so many friends that have pods. Yeah, you, you know, if you, I know, if I've been, I, I've been on a few, um, mm-hmm. and and so it's always fun because I always look at these as like conversations, yeah. and these types of conversations I can go on and on and on with no stop limit, <laughs> which I won't try. I'll try not to do today, but um, but yeah, Bravo is one of my hot topics. <laughs> yeah, no, Amazing. but feel free to go on and on because this is the perfect place to do it. Yeah, because um, really all we do is talk shit. Like because <laughs> we are we are self-sufficient for right now. We are independent for right now. So we're using this time as us being independent. You know, we don't yes. really have any ads right now to li- literally show our ass and act a fool and say whatever shit. the fuck we want. You gotta show before... your black on Black History Month. <laughs> exactly. Exactly during Black History Month. Okay. So we, our first segment is Bravo Liberty, and we want you to chime in on some things that we are going to talk about that you actually have firsthand experience with this first subject, because it is about it snowing in Pasadena. Yes. Stop and if, the press. Before I ask you the winning <laughs> question, because I don't want you to answer that too quickly, because you live in Cali. <laughs> And we live in Florida, so we don't even know what snow looks like, honey. Um, (laughs) Okay, so before I ask you the winning question of was it snowing or not, basically, if you guys have been watching Beverly Hills or you don't know the inside joke, is that 
Erica told this off the wall story about how it was snowing and then her son was like driving and then the car rolled over six times and the, the dog died and just like all this bullshit <laughs> that she was fucking saying. Um, and we didn't believe her on a lot of it because one, it's just, I'm going to say it straight up. She was lying a lot about a lot of it, but two, it's just like physically it has not snowed in Pasadena in years. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, you are not only lying about this, but now you're <laughs> lying about the weather. <laughs> but yesterday, and I feel like it's because of global warming, um, it was allegedly snowing in Pasadena. And on Watch What Happens Live, they even talked about how it was snowing and they were like, justice for Erica Jane. Mm-hmm. Erica Jane deserves an apology. And I want to say before I ask you the question is whether it was snowing or not, I'm not apologizing to Erica Jane because <laughs> she is still lying about a lot of other things. She kissed my black ass. I'm not apologizing to no one Period. during Black History Month, especially. Period. But the winning question, Julian, and mm. I pray it to know, was it snowing in Pasadena? So um, for those that don't know, and I live in Pasadena <laughs> specifically. Yes. Yeah, so I I have lived here since April. I've been in California for two years. And I will say that um the answer to that question is yes and no. <laughs> so yes, because um I was in a meeting for work and I just heard like the wind and I was like oh like it's raining and I look out and there's like ice cubes so it's like hailing like all over the place and so it has hailed here before recently but it just like drops and melts like because it is hot as fuck out here literally the desert so um but this one we were in the meeting it was still going on and on and on like lightning thunder or whatever and then once the meeting was over I stepped out and there was built up hell so i i don't want to call it snow because i've i've seen snow like even right you know some parts of like yeah so i don't want to call it snow it's just built up hell and i took pictures on my instagram it was i have like flower pots outside so it was in there it was on the railings and everything and so i was like oh okay you know (laughs) That's likely and this doable, you know. But the dying question is like, do we owe her apology? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like there is no justice that deserves an apology to her because however you want to see it, that story just sounds like straight up bullshit. So it's like, girl, like, yes, it's no here, no thanks to you, but maybe if Tom <laughs> is driving yesterday and flipped the car, it'll be believable, but then, no. <laughs> was it yesterday, child? You should have changed the dates. Right, right. <laughs> so, so yes, there there was some particles on the ground, built up par- white particles, but uh, <laughs> do justice for Erica Jane, no. <laughs> yeah, there will be no justice until, until like, if they investigate and like clear her of well she's not being investigated but if they investigate and say that there's no possible way that she knew anything about this i'm not going to apologize like i'll i'll eat my humble pie 
when suddenly it's hurt. I when honestly, sudden it's not happening. Right. I honestly, even if they say that, I honestly still don't feel like she deserves an apology. Only because I was looking for the clip of her talking about snowing. Um, the post on Instagram yesterday, and I ran into this YouTube clip of Erica Jane Lyon for like 10 minutes straight some like compilation <laughs> i love those compilations and i was looking for the clip that i wanted out of it and i was just listening to all the interviews and everything of her contradicting herself and i i already knew that but i couldn't put my finger on it because i i know the show but not that well to where i can go back to okay well in episode three of mm-hmm. season eight she said this and in this interview yeah. she said that so I was watching, I was like, wow, this girl is really straight up lying. <laughs> and so how she lies and manipulates and also the lack of sympathy when even on the show, the, the people who comes for her the most, like Garcella Sutton, even when they're like, the most that they want is just, hey, can you show some sympathy right. to the victims? And she can't do that. So I'm just like, the fact that you can even do that. They're not exactly. saying you're guilty. They're not saying, oh, you stole money. or you, They're mm-hmm. just saying, can you at least say, I feel bad? And she right. can't even do that. So I'm like, of course, I can't even give you an apology or any so sympathy. She doesn't, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's a great, great point because yeah. at the end of the day, you feeling bad for an orphan or a widow or someone <laughs> literally got burned Mm-hmm. is not an admission of guilt and it's not something that it can be used against you especially right. when you are you are adamant and it's clear that you're not the one who is going to be like criminally charged or anything so you not feeling bad is just like it's, it's fucked up because that's like mm-hmm. a human emotion like i didn't it do it to those people yeah and i feel bad because my sentiment in life is even if I know I didn't, I'm not in the wrong, if someone comes to me and they say, hey, you did this to me and that hurt my feelings, I can at least say, well, even though I know I didn't intentionally do that or, you know, I don't feel like I'm wrong, I can at least apologize for, hey, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. You know, the last thing I would want to do is to gaslight people and make them feel bad or, you know, just, you know, be oblivious and play the victim, especially when it comes to people's feelings, because that's one thing that you don't have control over, regardless, like whether you're in the right or wrong, you can't control how people feel or how you make them feel. So the least you can do is at least say, I'm sorry, or, you know, I feel bad, or I want to make this right, and not make it some strategic robotic thing, how she Mm -hmm. give her prepared speeches, at the dinners, like I, it's well. <laughs> what did she say? Like only he know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> and then turn around and be like, "Would you like to get fucking sued?" Like, <laughs> you can ask that, but you can't say I'm sorry. Exactly. So, just no human decency. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And she could easily say that, but she just doesn't. Um, Maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll get it. And I don't know if that one day will be this season because apparently, like, okay, Beverly Hills has finished taping allegedly because um, I mean, I'm not like, this is why I'm not even going to spend that much time on it. Kathy Hilton Mm. was seen at a Trump party and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that didn't really 
people in America at a Trump uh, party like that didn't shock me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I heard that Erica and Rena were really showing their ass the whole season. Mm, Um, Oh, yeah. Garcelle is not fucking with Erica. And Aspen, a lot of things went down. I don't know exactly what went down, but I know that the rumors that I'm hearing that I will not repeat um, <laughs> are, <laughs> whoa, I, and I hope they show them, child. I, uh-huh. If it happened, I hope they show it. And if oh, it yeah. didn't happen, I hope that Lisa goes one of, on one of her sprees and just spills the tea. But Kathy denied sending um, a cease and desist. So mm-hmm. if she didn't send a cease and desist, if she is innocent of things that she is being accused of, just look it up, y'all, because I'm not going to say it. Right. She should be fine with everything being shown. Mm-hmm. If not, then we will see a lot of editing and it, it will be obvious mm-hmm. if it's edited out. Because mm-hmm. I heard the producers had to sit down and talk to Rena and Erica, who kept trying to bring things up. On camera. Oh, so, I Google this myself. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, you get off the podcast. But I'm not going to say it because I don't know if they're going to show it and I don't know if it's 100% true. Right, right. Okay. Lord. But, anyways, you know, on TikTok, which, you know, I, I was telling you before we started recording, and we'll ask you shortly. I noticed that you have been on a Vanderpump Rules journey. I don't know yes. if you are caught up all the way. I so I I've, I have always hated this show, <laughs> and even to this day, I mean, season five episode whatever, and I still hate this show. But I'm intrigued to watch. I've never had a show that I enjoy hate watching until now. I hate it. I hate everybody on the cast. But there's just something that makes me want to see what happens next. So I, I so don't, well, I guess it wouldn't be a spoiler, but I'm on the season now where they're accusing Lala of talking to a married man. I'm assuming that is Randall. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. 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 Yes, and it's. I'm sorry, but that that storyline at least is going to be spoiled for you right now. That's the next story. <laughs> oh, well, what did I? Find so you'll see. You know, they introduced Lala last season. She was fucking with Jax, and then Brittany came mm-hmm. on and started lying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> on the season that you're on, she's just talking about you know she's lying, that's saying that she's not dating a married man. The thing is, do you watch You on Netflix with like yes. Joe? Mm-hmm. The girl that plays Candace is actually Randall's ex-wife. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, but I love telling people that. <laughs> but yeah, so when Lala and Randall first got together, he was literally still with her, um, married to her legally. They were quote unquote separated. And that's what Lala was saying on like the last season. Um, reunion is that they were separated and she didn't know about them actually being together because mm. you know a lot of people are just saying and even Lisa Vanderbilt herself said it's like how you get them is how you lose them so mm-hmm. Lala goes on to have a baby with this man and they got engaged they were even engaged before she had the baby but recently um, in October she found out that he was cheating publicly um, so 
I guess I shouldn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> so there was like Super Bowl weekend. A lot of things happened this weekend. Randall was at the Super Bowl and at Super Bowl parties. Lala was also at the Super Bowl and at Super Bowl parties. So Us Weekly printed a story saying that, um, saying that basically Lala saw Randall at like either a Super Bowl event or the Super Bowl party or Super Bowl itself, something. And she said hi because she felt like obligated to. And she went on Instagram and basically cursed all of us weekly the fuck out saying that she did not say a word to him and the only communication that they have is actually between a co-parenting app because there have been like wild allegations that come out about Randall allegedly he has like these weird fetishes he goes after younger women he um just does all this grimy ass shit and she says that she just has no communication with them. Aaron, like, what do you think about this whole story and, and Lala's breakup and Randall and all of these things? Because we'll move on to her alleged boyfriend. And I'll put air quotes around that because there's also <laughs> suspicion around that, too. Is it MGK? No, that is Megan's man. Let's be very clear. <laughs> I was just saying, I was just trying to be a little messy. But I yeah. actually agree with Lala for cursing them out because how would they get that from just seeing her at a Super Bowl party? Like, how would they know that she feels obligated? You you would have to ask her that personally. And mm-hmm. if you didn't, then why would you make that story? That's just so weird. Because I'd be lying. They they created their own narrative with that and I feel like she was definitely right for cursing them out and she shouldn't feel obligated to talk to him and she said hi that was her business and i don't think they should have even made an article about that like yeah that's just weird because that's her baby daddy and it's like i would not want if i wasn't fucking with my baby daddy i would not want right. to make articles about it especially when he's accused of a lot and she's been posting a lot of things about like narcissists about like people that are like sick in the heads so it's like there's a lot of things that we don't know mm-hmm um so i'm sure that was not something that's that was you know easy for her to even speak on or whatever but the other part to this is is that she recently said okay so in january when she was on watch what happens live she said that she's not interested in dating anyone she wouldn't want to leave her baby blah 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 um and then uh, like a week after that randall was spotted with like a hot young blonde somewhere at like a hot restaurant in California somewhere. And then a week after that, she went on, I think was it a podcast or an interview and talking about how like she is about to see this hot man, this tall with tattoos, like a man that you would think that she would be dating instead of Randall, because obviously she did it Randall for money. Um but we People have had suspicions on who the man is, but there's also a lot of suspicion that she is making this up because she saw Randall move on with his life and she feels that he should be broken and sad and all that shit. But no, he's still moving on with all these hot young girls. And um, she just wants to put that out there so she doesn't get more embarrassed than she already is 
because the way that this came out was literally on an Instagram page. Like we found out about him cheating the same time that she found out about him cheating. So do we think that Lala would lie to make herself like hotter than she is? Is that in her like (laughs) so what you you you've had her for one and like a half season. So do you think that that's in her character? Absolutely. Because here's my problem with Lala and in the whole in the whole Vanderpump cast, they will do crazy shit and lie their ass off for a storyline just to come back on the reunion and say, you know what? That was wrong. I'm sorry. I lied. Like they're the <laughs> I do give it to them. They do own it at the reunion. They do own it and they carried a lot of the whole season and they will finally admit, you know what? You were right. But they just straight up lied. Like, Kristen did it. I was on her side. And then she <laughs> totally flipped. And then Jots did it. And then, um, what's his name? James did it. So all of them just straight up lie and cry about it and go to bat about it, fight over it, and then come to the ring. Like, well, you know what? I was lying. <laughs> so that's why I, I just thought. And she came as wanting to be like the hot girl and you know the um i don't know the it's right like terminology to put girl yeah yeah like you know and she wanted to be like the very sexual like i don't i don't want to call her a slut but like the sexual like slutty girl she owns all, it yeah yeah the stallion of the yeah and it's like if you want to do that you have to um <laughs> You have to really like back it up. Like if you want to be that that girl, you have to be that girl. But you can't be that girl and then try to get sympathy and then try to say like, oh, sorry, like you know, I love people for love. And but when girl, you had a big papa. <laughs> like that's all yes, what it is. She did when she lied to go to Italy. <laughs> I think that's right. why I started standing her. Like I don't know if you know, but that's my problematic babe. Like girl, she no, is, she she. <laughs> is she she's honestly an enigma um she literally came on there like showing her titties and ass to the toms not giving a fuck about anything lying about like going to italy and being on a on a yacht and then posting her bare ass to instagram and then she goes with jackson is like let's get it poppin', daddy and then she switches up goes with james i I don't know. I just fell in love with her since our first season. But oh I absolutely God. think that although she is my problematic fave, she is also a liar. Um, so <laughs> I do think that she could have lied about it. But one thing about it is I stand her even more for that because it's like, okay, well, now I already look like a dumbass. I let this dude who looks like Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance mm-hmm. come and cheat on me and I have his baby and I have to look at his baby all day who looks exactly like him. And you're out here half a with hot, younger blondes when I literally made you leave your wife for me. Oh, that's so, what she gets. Yeah. <laughs> just like Lisa said, you, you lose them how you get them. Right. But at the same the time, it's like scene. you're not going to make me look like a dumb bitch like twice. So I'm going to have to get ahead of you, even if I'm not dating anyone. I'm going to put those rumors out there, mm-hmm. and that's what I believe. What happened? What do you think, Aaron? 
I actually don't think she lied about this particular situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just feel like she's changing and evolving, I'd like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, being a mom and all of that. Like, I just feel like she's moving a little bit more care- carefully. So I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think she's lying. But she she could be because she has in the past. So <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. I think I'm, that, I'm not like, too sure. even like, okay, let's just say that she is like, and I'm not just agreeing with it because I stand her and would do the same thing. I think that it's hard to, if you were thinking that you were about to get engaged to someone and you had a baby with someone, a planned baby with someone, it's hard to think about your life without them when it ended so abruptly and you don't really have answers. You just have shit on your face. And on top of that, like now, girl, you're broke. Like Randall's money is not your money until you go down to the courthouse and file that child support. And sometimes that is a months long process. So she's right. not living that same, you know, extravagant life where she had multiple assistants and babysitters. Like her mama is babysitting the baby. So mm-hmm. I kind of get it. I get why she's lying. And also just to like keep her image up in general. Not you saying, <laughs> not you saying I get why she's lying as if it's like confirmed that she's lying. Are you? Well, it's not confirmed. <laughs> Are you trying to be Am like us weekly right now? Am I the drama? I don't need Lala's Lala Shakur's ass cursing us out right now. So I don't, but the thing is she comes to me, I'm coming right back. Um, but moving on, Monique Samuels. I'm excited she... about this, y'all. Oh, it's gonna be <laughs> you so good. Take it? Yes, I would love to. Um, so Love and Marriage Huntsville, you know, Carlos King produces that, and that's been an amazing show. But now oh, they I... have a spinoff, y'all, and it is it is called Love and Marriage Huntsville. Is it is it DC? Oh yeah, DC. Uh, yeah, it's DC. And we it, originally we thought it was of the DMV, but it's Love and Marriage DC officially. Yeah, and Monique Samuels from Housewives of Potomac is supposed to be on it with her husband, and it's going to like explore her life, like her marriage her parenting, like her working on her marriage and everything. And they said it's also supposed to feature couples like DJ Quicksilver and his wife, Ashley. And then we have Party Kingpin and Arena and Jamie Tyler. So it's a few people, but me personally, I don't know all those people. I'm just going to yeah, be I don't know those people at all. Or... Shout out to them, though. We will get to know them. <laughs> right. We'll get to know them, but I'm most excited to see Monique Samuels because uh, I definitely feel like a lot of people thought that Real Housewives of Potomac was like her only ticket. And it's right. just so good to see that it's not. Yeah. And I also like that, okay, um, when it was officially announced today, but we knew about this for a while, the CBD, I think, broke the story. And they've been filming and things like that. But Andy Cohen is, like, fully supporting this. Like, mm-hmm. when Carlos King tweeted it out, he, like, tweeted, like, good emojis. He's always like Monique. And I think people, like, try to try Monique, saying that she got kicked off the show. Like, no, she quit, number one. Number two, they also wanted her to do Girls Trip, which she also turned down. And people are also saying, oh, she goes from housewives to love and marriage like it's a downgrade. Own is not a downgrade. Own is owned by Oprah, a Black billionaire. 
So you guys need to kind of like check your ignorance because yeah, Bravo is great and all, but a lot of the times they don't give a fuck about our black ass. Nope. So yeah, and on top of that, having Carlos King as a producer yeah, is you say, can't that's miss. Like top tier. You're not like, that's miss. top yeah. tier. <laughs> yeah. So she might even be doing a little bit better. No shade. No shade because <laughs> that last season of Potomac was not. It. it was boring as I'm sorry, it was boring as hell. I'm sorry, I, we can finally say it. Yeah, that show was boring as hell. <laughs> I'm not even Macy Gray out. did perform though, and that was like I don't know, I guess you could say the highlight of the season. That was the highlight of the season. What else was? <laughs> what else was? You know what? No comment, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to seem like a Macy Gray hater. She was also in season, wasn't that like two or three when Raven wanted to sing? Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's and her always being around. No, but she also performed at Paris Hilton's wedding. Oh. So that's a little fun fact about I, Macy Gray. I did, I actually did not know that. But yeah, I came here like loaded with Macy Gray facts for you. <laughs> Because no one else cares. I know. I know. Every time I say it, they're like, okay, Aaron, who who gives a fuck? But I don't know. I just. But no, I agree. I agree about the last season of Potomac um, because it felt like they were trying to do like a redemption season um, after um, Monique left. And you could tell they were being really thirsty about trying to, because that was their only dragon point, um, for lack of a better <laughs> word. <laughs> um, after she left, you could, that's why um, Giselle was trying to turn, and Robin trying to turn on Wendy, because they had nothing else. And I hate watching the show when you can see that they're very desperate mm-hmm. to try to make drama, because it's not fun and entertaining to see, because it just shows that like, you're just really thirsty and trying to, create something and yeah we know reality tv is you know produced somewhat a little bit but it doesn't be that obvious <laughs> exactly and then they tried to play ashley like actually didn't have a storyline when it's like you know say what you want about her marriage and say what you want about her but ashley has never needed a storyline because it always creates something right she and i'll leave it at that great to work <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, okay, you don't have Ashley, like, you know, in the, well, they tried to make her this, you know, the center shit stirrer, but it's like, this girl was gone a lot of the times uh, during the season. Monique is gone. So let's see what you girls can do. And that's what she came up with. And it wasn't really it. It wasn't And like, Karen is good, but like, not with those girls. And it makes her look bad, you know, because... I love Karen. I, I think she's great reality TV, but it, it also depends on who you're with. And when you're with a whole bunch of fake bitches, <laughs> you can only fight, but so hard. <laughs> I do love the back and forth between Giselle and Karen because you can tell, like, at the end of the day, like, they love each other. Mm-hmm. But that is just not going to carry a whole nope. season as we saw. <laughs> did you enjoy um Mia? Mia in Ascala? Is it Ascala or Ascala? Um Ascala. And I feel somewhat bad saying that because I, I don't know why people were overhyping her 
when she really didn't do anything. And I agree. I was I was very confused about that. How they just really hyped her up. I'm like, this girl had like two speaking lines the whole season, and one line at the reunion. So it's like, I don't get that. And Mia, um, I think she's great for the show because she she's like where I feel like Mon- they Monique is more of a family person. So I think. Like, she can engage in the drama and fight that, but she's more of, like, a family. So I feel like this is the perfect, like, fit for her, where she can have a reality. I'm sure she bumps head and, you know, throw a little shade. But Just she's more of a family person. What they thought Monique was, I think Mia is. Mia is perfect for reality TV. She can start mess, and I love that she owns it. And she can, even when Candace was calling her, saying, go get your pimp, she's like, that's right, where's my pimp? Like, I, I love that she <laughs> owns it. So she may get some things wrong, but that made me laugh, and that made a good episode. So I, I, I'm here for Mia. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here for Mia too. I hope they um, bring her back. But a lot of people are saying that Ascala needs to be full time. I don't. I'm not interested mm, in that. No or a friend. It was a nice season. We can reflect if we want to see her again. We can look back at the previous <laughs> and stream it on demand. Um, yeah, but <laughs> that is. <laughs> But that's the truth, though. Like, you know, like, and then it wasn't in, like, a way that we need a boring person, because we already have Robin, so it's like, if you have a friend, then you need I, I to love kind that. of, like, I know that, like, a good show, you always have to have a boring person to balance it out. Like, a realistic person. Robin so. was a bit more entertaining this season. I'd say a bit more. Just like her interactions with Juan, that one oh, scene when he like almost also. rolled up her arm in the car, like I don't know, I found that really interesting. <laughs> that was like the best thing that she did, and I was like, okay. No, I think her umbrella fight was the best thing that she's done. <laughs> with Monique, <laughs> that umbrella, yeah. Oh, See, and then we have Monique again, <laughs> and then her. What do you always call her dance? When she was literally like breaking it down, the color, oh, of the color of friendship dance, yeah. Oh, or when she was at the um on the bleachers dancing, like some yes. choreography. It was that yes. one, and then I think it was at that event. I think it was at oh, her it, event. It, where she yeah. was uh, <laughs> just standing there, like <laughs> she has to get Michael. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> there was too much going on. Oh, God. Well, we'll see what happens with Potomac. They're about to start filming, in, I believe, a few weeks, I heard. I'm surprised that they haven't started filming already, but Beverly Hills is done, I believe, and Atlanta is done. So looking forward to those, especially Atlanta. But yeah. as our guests, we want to know more about you. Like, how did you even start with TikTok? How did you get so big? When did yeah. you notice, you know, let's that see. people were really fucking with you? Yeah, well, let's see if I have, can give away a little bit of my secrets. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, well, TikTok is funny. It's a funny story because I've always hated TikTok when it first came out. Because I was like, oh, these little kids are on this app. Like, it's not funny. I want to download it. And 
everybody was on it. And so um, me and my friends, we have like a lot of group chats and on Twitter where we send funny things. So like one day I was like, you know, I'll just download TikTok to see what it's like. So I downloaded it and all the videos I saw per usual were hilarious. And I was like, oh, I need to send this to like the group chat because they will laugh. And so um, in order to send, you have to create an account. So I was like, okay, I'll create an account. I told them, I'm like, hey, y'all create an account. I know we hate TikTok, but just create it because there's some funny videos and we can send it to each other. So they're like, okay, cool. So we create the account. And then one day I was drunk. And I was like, you know what? I want to like make a little video. And so I've always watched the housewives kind of later on. And I would always like post the clips that I post now on Snapchat with the caption there for like my Snapchat friends, which aren't housewives people. So it was pretty much just me talking to myself. So (laughs) I was like, you know, I'll get one of those sounds and I'll, like, do that and, like, do a little, like, video and, like, act it out or whatever. So I did it. I posted it and sent it to them. But I said, but I was like, you know, it won't go anywhere. Like, I'll make it public just for whoever, like, if I get famous. And I remember I got, like, eight likes. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, famous. It like, always starts love- like that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, people love me. So I'm like, I got to keep this coming. So I did another one. And it got, like, 15. I'm like, oh look at me like I'm popping I got a few little followers um and then I was posting it was just like 20 likes and I remember um I would see like um later on I would get like 200 likes I'm just like oh my god like I'm going viral like oh this name is getting to my head <laughs> um and it just like grew from there because I looked at it more as I because I never really had people to talk about housewives with. I will always try to get my friends from college to start with me, but they'll start entertaining, it, but they won't like fully watch. So I couldn't really like talk or get other people's opinions about like crazy stuff that's going on. And so I was just like, wow, this feels really good because these people love housewives and I can post anything and, you know, engage with them and, you know, get their opinion and finally have someone who I can, make references to and they get it and right. so it just went up from there and i've been consistently posting ever since um the same thing i'll just watch a show post it and people engage and we talk about it and then that's my journey just like with vanderpump rules i started that and you know i kind of feel like i owe it to them to uh finish up so we, we will see how far that goes and i've been <laughs> summoned to start new jersey <laughs> so i'm one of these days i will wake up <laughs> decide to start it um but uh so yeah that's that's how i got on tiktok and um my my favorite housewives yes i would please. say is ooh. Overall, is of course Nene Leakes. Like she's the only one that the I know ultimate. and can just walk. Like any scene, I know I would laugh with her. And like even if it's a serious scene, I know I would still laugh. Um, but I will say most like current favorite housewives that mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing. Um, I, I would say who who is it? <laughs> <laughs> we got oh. Potomac, we got Atlanta, New Jersey. But, okay, yeah. so, so I'll do three. I'll do three. 
Because so one I would say is um Atlanta's really been letting me down. Like there's not really any current ones that I really like right now. Um <laughs> the ones that are still on, I do not like. <laughs> I'm still gonna faithfully watch them. But um Karen will probably be up there. I love Dorinda from New York. Mm-hmm. One that is funny, I can relate to um her drunk rents for days. She is <laughs> and then another one, um I'll say a budding one that I'm really wanting to like, and I feel like I will probably be Garcelle. Um, I, I love what she has the potential to do, and like especially last season, I, I love seeing her grow into it. The first season, right. she's her, this past season, um, especially when she stood up to Dorit and you know cuss Walter, like you know, I was like, okay, good. I feel like there's still a little bit more of the Black girl that she needs to show to them and get them all the way together. But I feel like it's there. Um, but my love with Housewives is ever-changing. Like, I love them here, and it just changes. But my hate for Housewives remains the same, and that will be the not, none other than the Kenya Moore. <laughs> I will never like that lady. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. You don't get it. I Ooh. love Kenya. I'm Team Squirrel, and Aaron cannot stand. <laughs> <laughs> cannot stand Kenya. I, that's breaking my heart. But she did, you know what, to be fair, she did kind of redeem herself on Girls Trip a little bit. I will say that. Redeem herself. I well, I'll say she I got Ramona together. Anyone who more. gets Ramona together yeah. is everything for me because I, that bitch finally met the right like one. <laughs> I enjoy her a bit more for that, but like I going back to Housewives, I'm like I don't know because I feel like we're gonna get a different Kenya. Tell me what it is about Kenya that you do not match. I will say it's very strategic and that's the one thing that i don't like people who um really pull this villain role and like i get everyone can't be the, the good guy or whatever but when you constantly like pull like treat your friends horribly like cynthia and really come after people i'm provoked and you know can't accept an apology um, even when someone is wrong and they try to apologize or you can't apologize to people who you feel like you should. It's just she has this villain mentality that is just can't waver and can't grow. And I love this. When she first, like when she left the show um, and they or got fired and then came back, I did like her because at the beginning, because she was with the baby and she talked to Portia, they apologized. And that was a different dynamic. You don't normally see a different dynamic with her. It's always straight villain, straight mean, like no dynamic. And so seeing that different side of her made me like, okay, I like her. And that quickly changed. <laughs> but <laughs> but that just goes to show, like, I don't feel like there's, and I, I, even if you play the villain, play the villain. But or be the villain, don't play the villain, but show like growth and change. Like I want to be entertained, but I also want to follow you and your growth and your journey and see things that are like reality, you know? Yeah, I feel you. 
I love her for it, but I understand <laughs> I the people who hate her I'm, for it. I'm like, I can see that going in one ear out the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kenya's like, I'm still going to like Kenya more. I get, I guess I get it, but I don't know. I see growth in her. And I think that, like, even if, you know, she's still a terrible, she does terrible things, I feel like, um, you know, she's good at being the villain. It's like, if, if it's not me, then who? Uh, she does it very well where I don't think that she really plays the victim. I think someone who does that is Candace. Is She will do something oh. and then she'll play the victim. You know, Kenya is like, okay, and she'll like take it, you know? I think that she's just so like strong in, in that sense when it comes to like other people. And like Lisa Renna, Lisa Renna does like the same thing, you know? But I, I, I get people who can't get into Kenya. It's just, it's not. I'm glad you can understand. I, I for everybody. that more because a lot of people who are Kenya stands are like, I don't know why you don't like her. So no, I, I see I, it. Like when she literally brought that lady to the cookie table, like <laughs> that, that was, was like even that. me. That was the moment. Me as a stand, I was like, like, not Tanya like, <laughs> Sam. Also, like with that, no like I'm like you can. I I will say like even her bringing the lady there. Okay, cool. I will even give her a pass on that. But when she called Tanya a cunt. I felt like that was just beyond. That was like I was like, that is like you definitely didn't have to go that hard on her. That means her. I'm like, you just literally brought this mistress woman, and Tanya isn't flipping out on you, and she's like, you know, being an adult about it. But you just this is embarrassing. I I I don't want to talk about it more on the the mistress thing. I I don't know. I think I'd rather take the cut, like. I would take that. I would just be like, okay, okay, cool, whatever. Well, yeah, I, I, I would too. It was just, it was on spot. <laughs> it was like a pile on. While I'm eating my cookies, like, no. No, and then fucking, was that Eva who was Eva, pregnant? Eva, and she like, literally went she was back. Indulging. No, Cynthia left. No, Cynthia. Like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> and I would have literally thrown those fucking cookies out. Like, you got me. Okay, so on. your favorite non-bravo shows what are you watching are you a euphoria guy like we are are you yes yes um so the things i'm watching also um side note i got 10 it got pushed back by 10 minutes so oh okay good, good. so um i'm i am watching euphoria i'm trying to watch more non-bravo reality shows i just started the orville which is like an old like show from seth mcfarland and as i'm like i'm trying to get away from a bravo there was a scene in like the first episode that had a clip from the real housewives in new jersey i'm like you have it's God. everywhere it is <laughs> like even in emily in paris they have <laughs> a Teresa jujitsu table flip and i'm watching Dollface, and they had a Bravo reference, and I'm just like, it all comes back. It is everywhere. I'm trying to speak. So Euphoria is the only one right now um, that I'm watching, Um, but I'm I'm trying to get into a little uh, more, trying to be more versed, because I I film and TV, so when I meet people, you know, they're always like, oh, what shows are you watching? And I can't always say, oh, The Real Housewives, I need, like, some actual shows with substance Listen, to say so, recommendations if, if you need recommendations anything. please slide into my dms let me know because I, I will yes. watch it <laughs> i heard nini yeah. was going to be on season three of euphoria who what nini leaks 
are you literally just putting it out there to be a fucking liar? Or do you actually hear it? I actually am. Oh, Lord. I don't know. I, thought it was I would fun. actually love to see her yeah. become like the principal at Euphoria High. She's actually going to be Rue's these girls like, oh, together. She's going to be Rue's auntie. Full oh, the auntie, I can see that would be. That Especially would be when, when would mama, be really good. When Leslie had her hair down and like she was talking to. She, she looked really good. She looked so fine. And then I could see Mimi coming in like, um, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why is this man coming for your family? Right. <laughs> like, I can I definitely see her or do the, that. But... Don't I know you from somewhere? I can't. Oh, literally. Um, so... Salt Lake City, it feels like it's never going to end. I don't know why, but this season feels like it's been on forever. For 35 years. I My know. Hopefully, I'm still waiting for the reunion trailer, which should be coming out maybe tomorrow. Um, yeah, I hope so. But this the season is it, it is good. I'm I'm enjoying watching and it does seem never ending, but a good never ending. Um, but so I need to know what side are you on with the Lisa Meredith thing? Are you team Lisa or oh, are you I'm team Meredith? Oh, oh I, I feel like a minority here. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Baby gorgeous. Um, but I can definitely, I, like, like I say, like I'm not one of those delusional people who are like, okay. what? What did they do wrong? Yeah. Like, no, I would never get on national TV and call my best friend. A fucking whore who's fucked half New York. Like I, I wouldn't do it. Here's the reason why I have sympathy for Meredith is because, um, and I will preface by saying the first season I hated her, but um, I have sympathy because what Lisa is claiming is really like contradicting of everything that she says. So she's like, um, I'm not here to defend Meredith because when Jen was confronting her on the bus, she's like, Meredith was her own person. I don't want to do this, blah, 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 blah. And that's literally what Meredith was saying to Lisa, you know, like, oh, like, I'm not uh, about Mary. Like, you, Mary. Know, you have a problem, like, talk to her. Like, I'm not defending her. Like, I'm not doing this and the other, you know. And I do feel like Mary is a genuine friend to Meredith without the drama. Lisa does bring the drama. So it's just like, I can see why she may be a little more reserved with Mary as opposed to Lisa, especially with them dealing with Jen and her not want to be in all of that, which that part I don't agree with. It's like you are on the show. (laughs) But I I do understand her process with that. So for Lisa to completely take that and run with it when that's something that she's not trying to do, it just like blows me. And then for them to constantly keep trying to bring up about her father's, and you're literally like pressing this girl so i see why she's breaking and because it's just like you keep poking and i commend her for every time she blows up and leaves she comes back so they must have a good producer <laughs> talking mm-hmm. to her but you know <laughs> she is engaging more and coming back so right. it's just like you can only take but so much yeah um i think that is the death of literally anyone is like heartbreaking Mm -hmm. so especially losing a parent i cannot 
imagine going on a, a fucking TV show and it's like, okay, it's cute that you think I called the FBI. I would love you. To that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to lie. Like, yeah, spread that rumor. But if you are literally talking about, well, did you actually go to a memorial or when the memorial was for my dead parent? That's mm-hmm. when I would snap on bitches. Right. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that's fine. I, like- I do like Meredith a lot more this season. Mm-hmm. And I do understand why she snapped. But I also just, you know, I just love Lisa. You know, that's that's just, that's just it. I just Lisa love her. gives me the family that poses. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like it. I, yeah. Like, it's just like. It's like, I can't not like it. I don't know. Uh, it's 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 i don't know it's there's something there's like a a sense of respect that i have for it that she uh, like genuinely doesn't see what she (laughs) did wrong and that she kind of is other than mary right now the center of the drum and i think that it's also because i hate okay this is it i hate whitney so much and what she does (laughs) that it takes the attention off of the things that Lisa does wrong because Whitney wants to be Lisa's friend so bad and Meredith's friend so bad that Heather and Whitney literally had to team up to pull them apart and it worked. So it's like, I'm seeing Whitney and Heather, which like drives me crazy. They believe like they're on a game show. (laughs) Like they believe they're on like big brother or something to where it's just like, Oh, like, like it was so dumb when she was like came to yell at mary like why aren't you running after meredith what like it's not and a mary game for, like, like, and mary's not things. the one that was the blackest <laughs> moment that mary, moment that mary has had do not There's something about me. being in the kitchen on those bar stools like <laughs> i think that's what really brings it out because it's like whenever when anyone addresses you while you're at a bar stool at your like in your kitchen it's like what the fuck do you want this right. is my moment right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Why are you so, yeah. And she was just so like hard. all in her face and just yelling, like, like and she was being so dramatic. Me. And I'm like, I know the girls are fighting, but like, don't bring like, this come on. The like, what is your story? Then I wrote a whole dissertation. Read it on the dip. Um, a plug. I wrote a dissertation on why I hate Whitney and why she's not a good housewife and why she has no storyline. <laughs> Read it on the dip. Um, follow me at the dip, and I'll stand by oh it. Like, I'm gonna stand by it, and I said what I said. You know, if I deleted it, let's just not talk about it. But I need <laughs> them to keep cursing Whitney out. So I kind of wanted to stay because I like seeing it. Like, <laughs> I like. Yeah. That. Okay, so a little quick update with Salt Lake City before we go to Jersey really quickly because I know that Julian has to go soon, but I just want to talk a little bit of Jersey before he has to go. Um, Jen Shaw's last co-defendant has changed their plea to guilty, which leaves Jen as the last man standing and basically the mastermind of these alleged crimes. Um, this does not look good for her, whether which means... She's going to trial. She's going to trial very soon. And even if she decides to take the plea deal, the plea deal won't be as generous as it was before, unfortunately. Uh, So regardless, it's not looking good for Jen because I can't imagine in what trial is the jury going to side with her 
if literally every other person that was charged, indicted, all those things, and Seward, who allegedly is rumored to have flipped, <laughs> if all of them took a plea deal and you're the last man standing, I am Your very worried not right. only for Jen Shaw's future, but also the future of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because we're losing Mary and we are also we might lose Jen. <laughs> so, the power players. And I'm not sure that it's going to be a Teresa Judici situation where we even have, where she even has Salt Lake City to go to when she gets out. Mm-mm. So she's going down. <laughs> Do you think that she's going to jail? Prison. Prison. <laughs> yeah, not even jail. <laughs> Man. I, I want her to I, I have was... a low cam moment too and do like the whole jumpsuit thing. And like, I feel like that would leave her on a really good note. <laughs> you think that her leaving to jail is going to be a great housewives moment? I like, do. I think the last thing we see her is in an orange jumpsuit. Yeah, I think right. a lot of people would yeah, remember that shit. Blank. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know that she will have Salt Lake City to come out to like Teresa did. You know, like she I better do love she after might, lock up. Listen, oh. we might have kids and our kids might have kids by the time she gets out. That's all oh, I'm saying. Like oh, I would hope not. I I really hope because I will say she has her problematic moments. And if she did this shit, that's terrible that she did it. Um, but she was also good TV. I don't know. Like she, I go back and forth with her, and she also has like good fashion moments. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it's all fair. <laughs> that's the problem. And also, the other thing with Meredith was, was she took this whole Brooks thing too far. Because at the end of the day, if you're on TV and you're an adult and you're having your own storylines, then. Yeah. Yes. We can talk shit. We can talk. What we can say whatever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. Right. Which brings me to New Jersey. Um, I just want to know. Obviously, the two big points here are well, three: Louie and Jennifer Aiden stuff, and then the Gia Judici stuff. But um, the argument online is that not only does Joe have to respect Gia, but we as an audience need to stop talking about Gia. Julian, what do you feel about that? I think it's a... I know Jersey is a family show, so it's hard to say don't bring the kids in and just any other when they're known for family. And what Joe's upset deals directly with their family. I think they both just need to have a realization of like, okay, what he did was bad and how Joe's reacting and responding is justified. But he does need to know that, that well, I mean, because I'm sure he's aware that that's her father, but I think in that case, that's when it needs to be the kids. And I know they're grown or whatever now, but the kids do need to stay out of grown folks' business in that sense, because that was a federal thing. She did go to prison for that. She He did fuck up their whole family, and he is right to feel ang- angry about that. But that's one thing where the kids just stay out of it, you know? And I I don't, even in the premiere or the second episode when he was going against, um, oh yeah, when they were going back and forth, I, I, I hated that lack of respect for an adult and that Teresa just sat there, you know, behind it because I, I don't know, it's just because I'm Black, but I could never in 
there are some family members who, you know, being older, I can speak a little bit more to, but I could never and would never want to disrespect them like that, especially when they have a point, you know, may not be the point I want to hear, but regardless, it's just outright disrespect. And Teresa being the parent and also his sister should have stepped in and like not let that get to where it was. And I get have, letting your child have a voice, but not in that case, no. Okay. Yeah, I totally um, agree that Gia was disrespectful. I'm sorry. Um, just the way that she was talking. And also, I understand that that's her dad, but it's like, why are you? Because even when her mom talks about Joe in that season, I think they were, I don't know if they were like dress shopping or something. And <laughs> Joe was speaking like nasty to Teresa on the phone. And he wasn't even out yet. Like he was in like either ICE or either in jail. And he was saying disgusting things to Teresa. And Gia was still like, oh, don't talk about my dad like that. And then on top of that, it's like, like you said, that's literally his sister. And, you know, it affected their entire family. And another point that people were saying is that us as an audience should not have an opinion on what Gia is doing. I disagree when you get your own confessionals, just like with Brooks, right. when you get your own like storylines and you want to be in the grown folks business, especially when you are old enough to drink and be on Watch What Happens Live, we're going to talk that shit about you. Oh, we were talking about it. That's Belene and the words of Lisa Rinna. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you know we're going to talk about it, honey, because if you're grown enough, you want to act grown, you're going to get treated grown. Period. Right. I just wish I just, Teresa would have stepped up more and, like you said, like intervened and, and talked to her daughter and been like, you know, don't talk to your uncle like that. I didn't enjoy Melissa really getting into it, I'll be honest, because I, I have a whole... But is it because you don't like Melissa? No, it's not because no. I actually don't mind Melissa. It's just like... Okay. She's not a direct family member, I feel. Like, yeah. that's between so it's like, Teresa yeah. and, you know... Joe and and her brother, yeah. Okay, so then with this Jennifer Aiden situation, um, it was very unpopular opinion, but I posted that this is not going to be a good season for her because at the end of the day, she was literally walking around town, calling Margaret a slut and hoe and her mama a slut and hoe, and now her shit's come out and she wants to shake and cry and act like she can't come to the party. <laughs> um, people are saying that the difference is Margaret put that out there it was public but you can't be disrespectful and walk around and talk all that shit when you got skeletons in your closet and not only are you talking all this shit but you know about it and you want to correct people about her position but like, that's what I'm saying. Not e- why are you saying why would you confirm that That's all and now it's a pharmaceutical rep like that literally right. made her more because I, I would have been like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I would have lied one and two. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have like given her yeah. a better position. So, <laughs> what do you think about this whole Marg versus Jen thing? Was Marg wrong 
Oh, I'm totally on Margaret's side. I, Margaret, is, I do like her as a housewife from what I've seen. But here's the thing with Jersey. I started the first, my first season watching was the first season that Jennifer came on and I hated her since. Because she came on like wanting to be this bad girl, wanting to be this one that's like right. part of calling these scenes. And Margaret took everything that she said, fought back. But, you know, when someone brings something else up to like to you, you know, you can't run from it, especially you want to have, like, be this big, bad wolf, like, you know. So right. I think it's hilarious that she's crying about it and upset about it, like my kids. And it's like, girl, the things you've been saying about Margaret and her mother are yeah. things that their children and their other family members are seeing you say. So it's just like, no, like, what's the phrase? Don't be mad if someone brings a, a gun to the knife fight or something like that. It's like, no. You picked the fight, she fought back, and there's proof to it. So, hey. Yeah. Yeah, because as soon as someone talks about my mom, like, I'm sorry, like, all are out the window. Like, I would have been like Kenya, and I would have brought the bitch on there and be like, hey, does she look familiar? Because she fucked your husband. I'm throwing air fryers. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Just tell the people real quick where they can find you on... (laughs) So I'm on TikTok, Julian Hagens, H-H-E-I-N-S. I'm on Instagram, Julian Hagens underscore. Um, those are the only two things I kind of keep up with. Mostly. But you've inspired me may do a podcast soon. I don't know. Yes, please. <laughs> and thank you so much for coming on. We yes, will absolutely you. have you on again thank and you. have you on the Patreon. All right, y'all. Um, Julian had to go to work, okay, because yes. we were just chatting for so long that we forgot that time flies by. It's so fast. But uh, <laughs> we would have just wanted to finish the conversation about New Jersey. I would have literally brought Jen Aiden's husband's mistress on the show because as soon as you talk mm-hmm. about my mother, I don't care. All lines right. are crossed. There's no rules. And I'm throwing hands because it's like, that's disrespectful as hell. I think there's, there are certain lines you don't cross. You could definitely talk about me. Um, maybe even my significant other. Well, it depends. Yeah. It depends. It depends on how in love I am. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely not my kids or my mama. Like th- those are, or my grandmama. Like. Because my dog don't have shit to do with this and you're gonna leave her out of it. Like that's just how I feel. Pets and kids and, and grandmas and mamas, that's off limits and dads. Everything yeah. else, go ahead. Yeah, that was just too much. And we have a lot of Jennifer Aiden stands that follow us, and I understand if you disagree. We can disagree and still be friends, but at the end of the day, Jennifer Aiden is wrong and she yeah. is getting exactly what and she um, confirmed it. She put like out. I said, she confirmed it. You didn't have to confirm that information. Um, because if you denied it, it wouldn't have been much of a story. I think people would have just kind of like forgot about it. Because you know what I actually heard? I heard the opposite when they were filming. I thought that it was she cheated on Bill. That's what I came into mm-hmm. the season believing. Until mm-hmm. I saw the first episode. And then it's like, well, damn, like you didn't even think about it or give it a beat or anything, or even like lie right now to control the narrative. And then when you're ready, you talk about it. But like as soon 
as she said it, she was like, it was the pharmaceutical rep. And mm-hmm. like, it's just like, why are you so? And then but, it kind of makes me think maybe you're right. Maybe they twisted it because it's like, she's just so quick to throw this shit out there. And her, her I'll be honest, her husband seems like such a nice guy. Like, I just don't see him necessarily doing that. Um, so that's what's kind of weird to me. And, and that's what has me thinking maybe they're lying and maybe she was the one that cheated, but maybe it would look worse, you know, because it always looks worse when the woman For does woman. it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. they just changed it, the narrative a little bit. Um, and she did say on Watch What Happens Live that she regrets it. She said, yeah, I regret, you know, confirming the affair because it's not true to who I am. I'm always very forthright and sometimes to my detriment. But there's other people involved and my in-laws are very upset with him and my children are very upset. But I do believe there's power in my story and we ultimately have a happy ending. Yeah, so the other thing is, is that if it was 10 years ago and you've forgiven him, why are you having this reaction? Yes, it hurts. Yes, you're going to have to tell your kids. Yes, you're going to have to deal with it on camera. But it just doesn't make sense if from the very first season that you got on there, that could have been revealed. Like, it could have been revealed because multiple people knew or if someone looked into it, or even just, like, around town, you know what I mean? So why are you having this very emotional reaction and visceral reaction against Marge when you're like, um, I forgive him, we're stronger now, it was in the past, I asked him, did he want to break up with me? And then that's it, like, own your story, and that's it. So I'm just lost as to why it's just, like, the worst thing in the world when you were talking all that cash money shit even seasons ago she was talking shit about jackie um having like a party a birthday party and not spending a lot of money on it. so okay you have shit to say about that and in the last episode she even revealed that she asked around trying to see if evan was having an affair so you are in other people's business scooping around but now that your business is out you're the victim I would never. If I know I got some shit to hide, I would just be like, hey, <laughs> that ain't got shit to do with me. Don't bring me in. Now, why am I in it? Because I'm not dealing with any of that. I don't want to hear it. I don't even want it being brought up when I'm in the room. Don't bring that yeah. shit up because I have my own shit to hide and I'm not right. bringing my cover for anybody. Like, so fuck right. that. Talk about that shit at your house. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the last thing on the list is. Louis and Teresa. I, he, I don't, okay, why is everyone on this show so orange and red? Like, it, it's, it's, is that just like Jersey? They put tomato sauce in their tanning spray. <laughs> like, they're so orange and red. Like, the men are red and the women are orange. It's, it's very weird, but. You know, Louis in this video, it came out and, you know, they're joking about it. We did not address it. But now he has become like a meditative, like, therapist to heal the wounds between, like, Melania and Joe. And he literally even told them, what was that they did on the last episode? They were like, they did an exercise. And, um... 
he was just trying to keep the peace. And I just thought that that was so ironic because of the rumors that's been spread about him, the lawsuits that's been against him, calling him abusive, allegedly, and all this shit. Uh, he has not did anything on the show that is a red flag so far. But it's just weird to see that, knowing what we know about him. He probably knows he has a lot of skeletons in his closet, and, and I'm pretty sure as seasons pass, they're going to come out. Because that's what people love to do when they're mad at Teresa. They're going to be like, well, Louie did this and he and he's not. And you know what you have going on. So he's probably trying to prepare himself. And he's like, if I'm a peace guru, by the time y'all start talking to y'all shit, it's not going to really matter what the fuck I did because I've changed. And I'm not the same person. It's That's like, a good strategy. It's almost like a baptism. Like I've been cleansed, so I don't know what you're talking about. That's not even me anymore. So, and you know what? I can actually respect that because it's true. Like, it's true. <laughs> I think that he is very uh, strategic and mm-hmm. wanting to keep the peace between Joe and Teresa's daughters. Um. The way that <laughs> Joe was like joking around on stage about Louis' video and then also talking to the guys with it about Louis' video. So he don't want no smoke with Joe because they started out good. They kind of like left off uh, not so good. And then now he's like, okay, well, we're filming. So I see all these stories out here. So let me get my ass on here and not be the guy that they're making me out to be in the media and i hate it because it's if if i was watching this show i would see no red flags like Mm -hmm. without reading reading and being on instagram and all those headlines like if i was just watching the show at face value i would be like what this angel baby he's preparing and i would actually do the same thing like if i did something really really bad and it, and i knew it was coming out soon like i would do everything to be like not the opposite that. of that mm-hmm. so when <laughs> it comes it's... out i can then get on like tamron hall and be like <laughs> not tamron hall you know even though i know they exposed her or whatever but i would get on tamron because one thing about it, she's going to ask whatever you that want was her to ask. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to ask whatever you want her to ask as long as you're there for, like, the time you need to be there. And, like, I don't know. I kind of like that. And you can control your own narrative that way versus having somebody, like, put that on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I... I'm interested to see where the season is headed out. And I just also feel like I had sympathy for Teresa going into the season. And I still do. But if she, this blind defense of Jennifer Aiden is too much because she's saying that Marge is wrong, but she did the same exact thing with Jackie with no, no proof last season. So how are you going to be defending Jennifer Aiden? I think it was a little bit different, though. Please tell me. Because he was fucking around at the gym. And this Uh is like, isn't this like a practice? This is an actual practice, right? 
uh, a doctor's office. But remember, she's not the office manager. She's the pharmaceutical rep. So she doesn't even work at the office. She's just a pharmaceutical rep that visits. That's true. So because I know that you're a Teresa stan. So I'm trying to see you spin it. It's because Jennifer confirmed it. That's another thing, too. That's, like, a, a really important detail. She confirmed What it. do you mean? That Doesn't that make it worse? Because it's true? Whereas with Evan, it's allegedly not true? Because she did not confirm it? I don't know. She kind of got a little riled up, so I thought it was, it might have been. Yeah, no, no, no. Because then we get a follow-up to it last episode. Teresa just said that he was fucking around at the gym. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the wrong people were around at the time that she said it. Should she have said it? Maybe not. This is delusion. This is Samaj level. Delusion. So I'm going to defend Teresa, and you know what? I can appreciate her because it's like I feel like she's trying to do everything she can to stay out of the drama, which is why I kind of don't know why she's getting in this. I wish she right. would get out. Right, because but, she know, has enough with Louis. She has and her, her brother. I don't know what her reasons are. I guess I'll find them out, but. <laughs> I'm gonna stick beside her. Like I'm not going nowhere. I'm gonna stick beside her. But I don't really care for Jennifer. I'm gonna stick beside her. Yeah, yeah. You know. So that's. It's like it's really like I care about more Jennifer about, Aiden, but when it comes to Teresa, yeah, I care more about her. Teresa's involvement in this, not necessarily Jennifer and how right. she feels about it because this happened, like you said, like ten years ago. So why the fuck are we still talking about this? And why are you acting like this? Right. All you had to do was just be like, yeah, you know, it was a mistake, but we're over it now and we're doing better. And that's just that. Right. Exactly. Exactly, child. But I don't know. Jersey is a fun, a fun <laughs> girl to watch, you know? <laughs> like, it's not every Tuesday night I don't get in bed and I'm like, I have to see Jersey as soon as it yeah. comes up. It's just something to watch. And you yeah. know what? It's giving when you to get Especially this last episode when Dolores got in Jackie's face. And she was like, no, I don't feel like doing that right now. It was giving me some... Mm-hmm. It was giving me Drita. Oomph, yeah, some Drita. Yeah, it was like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's and go I like the, the kids being involved, too. Like Gia and all of that. I do like it. Like, I don't know I do. why we have to... Like, why we can't say how we feel about them? Because, like you no, said... No, because the thing little. about me is I'm going to say what I feel is... is right. You're over the age of eighteen. And you she looks like a Disney, a Disney character in her <laughs> confessional, and I'm gonna say that too. It's too much makeup. It's like an animated Disney movie. I'm like, oh my god, what movie is this? But it's not a bad thing. It's just like a like a painting. Like it's just something that you notice. Period. You <laughs> notice it. Like we would be delusional not to admit. <laughs> But what is going on here? Why are they animating people in the confessionals? <laughs> but we fuck with Gia, and you know we fuck with the song we too. Not I think she should take pride in that too. Like she is. That's why she's selling yeah. the the shirts or whatever. So if you want to hustle and you want to talk your shit, you're gonna get talked Go about, ahead, girl. <laughs> Period. So let's wrap this up. 
I have a really good question for all of you, for Aaron, and even for myself, because I haven't even thought about it. So if two people or housewives on Bravo were feuding, who would you like to see feud? Like, who do you think would make a really good Do they have to still be on? Yeah. Okay. They have to be on current. But not like an episode. Like, they have to be uh, on Bravo, like, cast Because I was going to say Mary and Pedro. But, yeah. okay. Uh... <laughs> Pedro can't be your answer for everything, babe. Oh, damn, that's tough. Okay, Two Lisa Barlow. Uh. And. <laughs> Lisa Barlow and Karen Huger. What kind of monster like that, yeah. are you? Like, I don't know. I just think it would be very interesting. Like, I'm going to go <laughs> with Ashley Darby and Whitney Rose because they they mm-hmm. both have some kind of weird energy, but I like Ashley Darby and I don't, they're both like sexually liberated and they have this wild energy and, 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 you know, I don't know. Something about them tells me that if they were going against each other because they are more alike than they are different, but Ashley is actually likable in my opinion, it would make a good feud. So Whitney versus Ashley for me and Lisa and for some, I don't, why Karen though? Like, I don't know. I just feel like they're kind of like the queens. Like, mm-hmm. I view Lisa Barlow as, like, the queen of Salt Lake. Like, I don't know. She just, mm-hmm. like, I have more money than all of you. Just, like, the things that she says. That shit was And I feel like that savage. matches Karen's energy in a way. Maybe not Karen you now. Have to but season one Karen. Make sure. money to owe money. Yes. And I could see Karen being like, Lisa, you know what? You are the dizziest bitch in the room. The dizziest what? You just wanted to quote that fucking <laughs> video so bad. And I hope what? Francisco is listening. The dizziest bitch. <laughs> what about it makes you so giggly? Like, you love that like, I don't know. I so just think much. it's so funny because Robin's, like, shocked. She's surprised by it. And... It just catches her off guard and she's like the dizziest what? <laughs> and Karen's like, bitch. Like <laughs> as if she didn't say anything wrong. Like I just I miss those days, man. I miss those days. Good times. This is one through four. Potomac is definitely unmatched. It is. It is. And I hope Robin gets a good laugh out of that. Because, like, I even, I find her funny in that scene. Just her reaction and everything. Like, I just hope we can move forward. You know? <laughs> I think that we've already moved forward. So, mm-hmm. you got that. You got that. All right. Well, let us know two housewives feud that have never feuded. It doesn't have to be on the same 
franchise and cross franchise. Let us know who you want to feud in the comments. And we love you and we appreciate you. And please leave us a five star rating and shout out to our guest Julian for coming on. Yes. Follow me at the dip T-H-E-D-I-P-P. Right now we introduced community, which is a new feature. Aaron has been using it. Kendrick has been using it. You right now it's 95% off for a membership at the dip. Okay. So that means it's three dollars for a year. Three dollars mm-hmm. for a year. Use code queso with community. You can literally go on there. We have posts about everything. And if you don't see something that you think needs to be posted about, you can make your own post. Just DM us or you know, email us. Mm-hmm. And you can talk about like housewives, you talk about superheroes, you talk about food, you talk about fashion, whatever you want, advice, anything. love, relationships, all that. Literally anything. We have communities for everything. And if you don't have it, you can literally create one. Culture, anything. We want to hear you. So log on to thedip.com and please just join it because I would like to talk to a lot of the people that listen here and a lot of people that comment on our Instagram. And um, yeah, that's all. Until next time, stay safe. We love you and leave us a five-star review. Bye. Bye.